0: I believe that we all have two kinds of weight to lose physical and mental. If you're struggling to lose weight, you may be focusing on the wrong weight. Mental weight is the brake pedal of weight loss. It's subconscious and sneaky. Most people have lived with the mental weight so long. They don't even know it's there. It's like their blind side. Mental weight can be things like limiting dysfunctional thoughts a negative attitude fear, or another motion disguised as fear, and mental weight leads to self-sabotage and weight regain. If you want to lose physical weight and keep it off, you'll have to learn how to face your mental weight. This is the hard part of weight loss, and it also happens to be my favorite. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nulty. Geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle. Each week on the reshape your health podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. This episode is going to reveal a simple tip for women to master the inner game of weight loss. Let me tell you a little known secret about losing weight and getting healthy. It starts with between your ears in your brain, how you think. That's because your thoughts determine your emotions and your emotions determine your actions and then your actions determine your results. So if you've been trying to lose weight at the results level and are frustrated with the lack of progress or consistency, it's time to try a different approach. Can you imagine how it would feel if you knew your weight loss success was inevitable? What would it be like? to never feel like you had to go on a diet again. If you never felt like you had to start again on Monday, if you just lived a healthy, balanced lifestyle, imagine the mental headspace you'd get back. If weight wasn't constantly on your mind, this is possible for you. Living a low insulin lifestyle is the simplest, most powerful way to lose weight and keep it off and increase your energy reduce your food cravings and just improve your health. When, how will this affect my insulin? Instead of how many points or calories does this have becomes your new litmus test for whether or not something will help you lose weight. Weight loss becomes easier, simpler decisions, become clearer and you get better lasting results, getting rid of false beliefs about yourself and about how weight loss actually works. And changing your limiting thoughts is the first step towards losing weight and reversing insulin resistance. So if you feel like you've tried every diet out there and you're waiting for the perfect plan to just tell you what to do, like a genie in the bottle, I'm here to tell you that that's not going to happen. You got to find a plan that teaches you how to think that way. You're not going to have to rely on someone else to tell you what to do. You have the knowledge and power and problem solving skills to decide for yourself what's helpful or not to lose weight. Maybe you think all of this mindset stuff is a little woo woo for you, but just remember that what got you here won't get you there. If you're not happy with your current health status, you're already living your worst case scenario and you have nothing to lose by giving this a shot. Most weight loss programs don't address how you're limiting thoughts, beliefs, and fears surrounding weight loss will impact your results. Some weight loss programs, myself and my own included, they focus on behavior and habit change, but your willpower and motivation will only last for so long. If you can impact your thoughts and beliefs, the rest of the actions will flow so much easier. I believe that we all have two kinds of weight to lose physical and mental. If you're struggling to lose weight, you may be focusing on the wrong weight mental weight is the brake pedal of weight loss. It's subconscious and sneaky. Most people have lived with the mental weight so long. They don't even know it's there. It's like their blind side. Mental weight can be things like limiting dysfunctional thoughts, a negative attitude, fear, or another emotion disguised as fear and mental weight leads to self-sabotage and weight regain. If you want to lose physical weight and keep it off, you'll have to learn how to face your mental weight. This is the hard part of weight loss. And it also happens to be my favorite because when you lose the mental weight, your entire life changes. You gain energy, confidence, focus, and clarity. You stop quitting on yourself. The only thing you have to give up to lose your weight is giving up. Let's talk about a simple exercise. I encourage my members to do to master the inner game of weight loss called the clear exercise. Now, even if you're a member and you've heard me talk about this before, when was the last time you actually did it? You've got to do this inner work to see results. You're not going to change your thoughts and beliefs just by listening to this. You've got to take action. My friend, this exercise will give you a framework or journal prompt, if you will, to sit down and think through your actions in a way that's productive and helpful. If you enjoyed today's episode, know that I have an entire training that I'm adding to my online program about weight loss mindset and enrollment for my online weight loss program is going to be opening again soon. So be sure to stay tuned to get those dates. I do not want you to miss out on this short enrollment period. So to get on the wait list so that, you know, when doors open up, you can just download my free masterclass from the program, all about how to reduce insulin resistance and inflammation at weightlossforhealth.com forward slash masterclass. All right. Let's talk about this clear exercise. I hinted at earlier, and this is not a physical exercise. It's a mental exercise. The clear exercise is the easiest way that I've found to find and fix your limiting thoughts. The best way to use this is to think of a specific time when you ate something that was not in line with your goals or didn't do something that you said that you were going to do for your health. Here's an overview. And then we're going to go through an example together. C stands for circumstance and context. Think about these questions. Where are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? What time is it? And what's the context L stands for line of thought. What were you thinking in the moment? Often this is hard to stop in the moment and really think about what you're thinking about. So doing this reflection afterwards helps you prepare for a similar situation in the future. E stands for emotions. What are you feeling? What emotions are the natural result of your line of thought? What do you feel viscerally in your body, like tightness in your chest, your jaw, your shoulders, shallow breathing. These physical sensations can be helpful to know as well, so that you can kind of recognize them in the future. A stands for action. What actions did you take or not take as a result? And R stands for results. What results stemmed from these actions or inactions? When was the last time you didn't do something that you said you were going to do? If you're watching on YouTube, tell me in the comments, what situation you're going to work through with this clear exercise. Did you say you were going to go exercise and then not do it? Did you say that you weren't going to have any sweets at the party and then just had a bite and then that one bite snowballed into feeling like you blew it. So you just ate whatever you wanted for the rest of the night and then the weekend. And then a few days after that, For me, a bad habit that took a while to break was my evening snack. I just ate a couple of hours before. So why did I feel like I needed to have popcorn as I watched TV? So what was really going on, right? Think of a situation that you want to work through together, then write out on a piece of paper, clear like this. A very common example is feeling like we always want dessert. I don't know about you, but I grew up with dessert after every meal. And what fires together, wires together. The end of the meal was always linked with dessert. The meal wasn't done until I had something sweet. So even today I crave sweets at the end of a meal. Let's imagine you made a plan to have just three solid meals a day. The nighttime comes around and you finally get some time to relax and you go to the kitchen and get something sweet, even though you said that you wouldn't why? you know, it's not in line with your goals. So why are you doing it? I'm going to breeze through this, but I'd encourage you to take your time. As you reflect more and more, you're going to get faster. It's a skill, but the more intentional you are with your reflection, the more limiting thoughts you're going to find. Step number one in fixing your limiting thoughts is to find them. And to do that, we use this clear exercise. So we're going to pretend, or not. (laughs) What's the context here? I'm going to use my own life as an example. So as you may know, I have two kids. Um, and Dawson was pretty hard to put to bed when he was young, when he was young, he would just cry and cry and cry for hours. And then when he finally fell asleep, all I wanted to do was go get some chocolate and relax on the couch. The context was that I was exhausted. I felt like I deserved a reward just for getting him to sleep. So I would make some popcorn and put in some chocolate chips. And then Justin and I would watch some TV and enjoy just a little bit of calm, but we were always kind of anxious to waiting, you know, just to hear the kids crying again. It was about 9 PM on the couch. So with my husband who also wanted popcorn and we were trying to relax, my line of thought was I deserve a treat for all that stress that I just went through putting Dawson to bed. This is my time to relax and I'm going to enjoy myself. My emotions were tired drained, frustrated, stressed, anxious, deserving. My actions were to make popcorn with chocolate chips to treat myself. Help me relax. And this, this is important. Fill me back up. My results were difficulty losing the baby weight and feeling guilty for not following through on my good intentions. Step two is to find your limiting thought or thoughts that started the cascade of negative emotions and actions. Usually this is pinpointed to just one or two. For this situation, that is, I deserve a treat for all that stress. I just went through putting Dawson to bed. This is my time to relax and I'm going to enjoy myself. So that was my limiting thought. And I had to figure out how to change that. And that brings us to step number three to empathize, not criticize. You say, yes, Morgan. It is not fun to deal with the same bedtime struggle over and over again for years. It's understandable to feel frustrated and stressed and anxious and tired. Those are normal emotions for this context. This is more reaffirming and positive than negative self-talk replace negative self-talk with positive self-empathy. We are going to stop trying to use guilt and shame to motivate action. Like if only I can make myself feel so bad, then surely I'm going to want to take action. And then when I do take action, I'll be at rock bottom. So I'm going to see even bigger results, right? Let's cut that step out, empathize. Don't criticize step. Number four is to ask problem solving questions. The quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. I'd ask myself things like, how can you deal with these emotions in a way that doesn't involve food? How can you relax and unwind in a way that doesn't involve food? What else could you have instead of food that would help you relax? What system could you put in place to remind you of your good intentions before you act impulsively? How could you change your environment? So you're not tempted to eat after putting Dawson to bed. And step number five is to make an implementation intention. This comes again from the book atomic habits by James clear. And I recommend my members make just one to three implementation intentions a week to keep working towards those tiny actions that lead to big results. This goes back to the fact that your brain doesn't do well with words like don't or can't. It needs clear, doable suggestions and alternatives to the popcorn and chocolate chips that are habitual. So here's the template. I will insert behavior at insert time on insert date because insert reason. Or you could use a habit stacking technique where you're going to stack your habit on top of something that you're already doing. And that's what I use to break this late night emotional eating habit. I said, I will immediately brush my teeth right after dinner and have sparkling water after putting Dawson to bed as a treat instead of the popcorn so that I can lose the rest of this baby weight. If you change your thoughts, you will change your actions. Most weight loss programs do not address your emotions, your limiting thoughts or beliefs at all. They only tell you what actions to take, what to do, not how to think. And when it comes to your everyday decisions, 90% are made in your subconscious brain. And when you're working on fixing your limiting thoughts and beliefs, you're working on changing your subconscious brain. That's responsible for 90% of the decisions you make each day. So it's a really good use of your time that's when you're going to start to see more consistent follow through. This doesn't happen overnight, but it's possible. And a clear roadmap exists for how to do this in this episode, how to embed new positive intentions into your subconscious brain. That's responsible for most of the decisions that you make in a day. So that's just one process that i use to find and fix limiting thoughts and again it takes practice and lord knows we all have a lot of them in our head but that is okay it's normal and it's so worth the effort to find and fix them and this is what's missing from about every weight loss program out there As you know, I always want you to get in the habit of taking action for your health. So I want you to create that intentional margin in your, in your life that we talked about a while ago, and maybe do this clear exercise during your margin time. I encourage you to actually do this clear exercise in the next 48 hours, pick a specific circumstance or habit that you want to improve and get to the root cause. The limiting thought or belief that's having a ripple effect on your emotions actions and results. Sometimes it does take a few tries to get that right implementation intention. That's going to work for you. I recommend keeping your intentions for a full week to give them a good, honest shot, and then just tweaking them as necessary. I hope you got great value from today's episode. I'd love for you to connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan And let me know your biggest takeaway. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.